The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Miguel Delady is with me now, uh, the chief football writer for the Independent in the UK, because apparently uh, that European Super League may be back on the cards uh, after a European Court of Justice ruling today from the ECJ. Uh, Miguel, what has happened? Uh, well, I would actually say it's not on the cards, at least not imminently. Um, maybe not at all. The response to this has actually been somewhat surprising. And I, t- I suppose that comes from, th- and this has happened before with the European Court of Justice, especially in sport cases, where they've released a press release and the press release actually uh, ends up being a lot less um, a lot less straightforward in the actual reading. So in the first line of that press release today, they basically ruled. I mean, th- this entire case, the first should be stressed, is over whether UEFA and FIFA run a monopoly on European football um, as association because they have all these powers, basically the organisers, regulators, and they also have a financial interest since they, they run the competitions. So this is what the Super League was challenging since the Super League wasn't allowed to organise its own competitions under UEFA's umbrella. So, that, so that's what they challenged. Now, the first line of the press release said that UEFA's rules on, um, on, on sanctioning the Super League were unlawful and went against European law. And that's a, that's, a, that's a great headline for people. But once you dig deeper, it's actually, it's, it wasn't so clear-cut at all. Because ba- it basically means the old rules were unlawful. But there wasn't even an indication in the legal reading itself that suggested, you, that indicated the court thought UEFA was right to sanction the Super, to su- sanction the Super League. But the issue is more one of procedure. So it's more that they have to make these authorization uh, laws or authorization rules consistent with EU law. Now, ironically, that was something that's already happening and it's something UEFA have actually pushed out today. So put, put, put bluntly, uh, is a Super League going to happen anytime soon? No, despite the relaunch. Um, wh- wh- what does it all mean? Well, UEFA essentially still has the power to say yes or no to a Super League unless the Super League clubs themselves are willing to leave UEFA's system. Now, that is highly unlikely to happen because they still want to stay in domestic leagues. They say they don't want to make entities. They, they, they say they want to make unity. So uh, it, in some ways, it actually sort of preserves the status quo, albeit with probably a few years of legal back and forth to go. So uh, is there still that appetite amongst those bigger clubs in Europe to break away, or, or, or is your reading of it now, your reading of the tea leaves, that this is this is really unlikely to happen in the foreseeable? What, see what what they basically want. It's it's not so much a breakaway. I mean, it, well, it's it's interesting. There's, there's basically two competing tensions now that have that have conditioned this. They're a little bit overlapping, but one is probably taken over the other. Initially, they were unhappy with the way the Champions League was going. They wanted more power, so they wanted to get they wanted to remove UEFA so that the clubs control the competition. The same actually the Premier League does. The Premier League is sort of within the English umbrella. Um, But what has actually happened, and that's where the Premier League is so relevant, over the last few years and since April 2021, the first time the Super League has failed, um, these clubs have basically, all all the big European clubs, Barcelona, uh, Madrid especially, the Italian clubs as well, they've essentially been uh, intimidated or aggravated by the sheer financial power of the Premier League and want something to combat that. That's what this has become about. Uh, now, it, there's a great irony to this because one of the things, the two leaders, and the, at the moment, the only two real sign-ups to, the, to the, any prospective Super League, Barcelona and Madrid, one of the reasons we're in this situation is because they're railing against the current system and the landscape. But we only have this landscape 
because primarily of Barcelona and Real Madrid. <laughs> this, this, they, they created this. I mean, even if you look, they're, they're complaining now about the power of the Premier League. Well, the reason that La Liga lost ground in the Premier League was because of what was essentially a lost decade when Barcelona and Madrid got 90% of the, of the TV income cannibalizing the entire league and ensuring it wasn't as good a product to watch. So more of the stars went to more of the clubs in the Premier League. Then, I mean, throughout all that time, they've been pushing for more more reforms of the Champions League, so they get more money. And it's kind of rendered a lot of the Champions I mean, you can see with the group stage recently, where mm. bar two groups, it was quite boring. Uh, and that's because of fin- financial um, polarisation. And now, <laughs> the constant solution is essentially just to, uh, to keep breaking away or keep slamming off more of the game. And while... I th- Oh, we seem to have uh, uh, lost Miguel there, but I think we got the sense of uh, of his answer. Uh, the European Super League is technically still on the cards, but very, very unlikely to happen yet. And a lot of people misreading this judgment. Effectively, it's still up to UEFA whether this happens or not, and they are not keen. Um, Miguel uh, Delaney, who is the uh, chief sports writer, uh, football writer rather, for The Independent in the UK. Thank you very, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.